Hey universe, yeah, 335 on the 13th of April, which means yes, one hour ago I did the uh, up the nose routine when it came to my COVID-19 test, not as bad as I guess I would have expected, having had that done before by a sadistic pediatrician named Dr. Miller, worst doctor ever, but that was 50 years ago. Well, it was 45 years ago. Probably almost exactly. Doesn't matter. Today's nasal swab was way better than the one I got as a child when I had strep nose, whatever that is. But the, uh, the temperature for the 13th of April is ridiculously awful. What does my phone say out there? My phone says 37 degrees. I don't think that's even close. I think it's more like 20. It is so windy and, and, frigid that my plan to go four blocks further to the store to get a couple of things that would have made this afternoon's tuck in and stay cozy sort of environment oh that much cozier well like the explosiveness of that burp it exploded in real time it was too cold to go april 13th too cold to walk four blocks i know i'm a puss i get it but i'm not that bad i did at one point, work at a wilderness school in the warm clime of summertime. Don't get me wrong. Although there were some chilly days there. That was freeze out, for God's sake. Hello, God. Uh, what I was planning here was to get back to some of the stuff that I've left dangling and maybe even address some things like God, frankly, that I've never really talked about. And uh, I don't have religious upbringing other than a father who basically would have said, well, you can go study all that religious stuff and probably come up with no proof answers or uh, evidence-based experience on which to draw. Or you can learn things like fluid dynamics and uh, how trigonometry and architecture are uh, composed. Which one do you want to spend your time doing? And my mom would have said, well, yeah, I was a religious kid, and what did it get me? A whole question uh, line that couldn't be answered. So that was the push to the mystical that I had, other than, say, stuff like In Search Of, the Leonard Nimoy show, or That's Incredible with... What's that guy's name? John Davidson? I think that was it. There were four of them. Kathy Lee Gifford? Maybe was on that show? Shit, I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> the point is, it's not like there wasn't mystical stuff out there. UFOs, Bigfoot, Egypt, all of it. But there was nobody taking it seriously. If anything, that was the residue of an unserious past. And was completely sold in that scale of packaging if you believed in the mystical, well, you were lending yourself to a time when humankind thought smaller thoughts. And if you were grounded in the scientific method, mathematics, physics, chemistry, and the study therein, well then, you knew you at least were s somewhat in a knowable, repeatable understandable, 
cause and effect relatable universe and sharing it with other people because these points of data prove it. Okay, so how does somebody ground in all that, get all woo-woo and godly and camel lionesses and circles of influence and dreams of catastrophe and yada yada, right? I don't know. It was eventual for sure, but certain things just started ringing truthful to me. And I stopped needing to know everything in order to come to where I stood on certain things. For instance, um, Ms. South Carolina, or Ms. Teen South Carolina 2007, I believe, to be honest, or to be accurate, Lauren Caitlin, Caitlin Upton, yes, I believe. <laughs> That's how I treat my heroes. I don't even know their names. But <clears throat> did I go search Elsie Upton and see if there was a line of uh, woe is me sleepwear that could take you off to dreamland when the world was oh so tough to be in? No. And I'm not going to. Nor do I care if all that stuff is, is in fact true. Because it didn't enter my orbit. What entered my orbit was a woman who had a moment that looked like it was full of panic, doubt, overcoaching, overrehearsed, and frankly, came out as a whole bunch of say this, say this, say this, say this, sewn together in a way that ended up not meaning anything. The kind of moment I'm 100% capable of having. She had it on the biggest possible stage, in the biggest possible moment of her, until that point, very young life. But having all that vectoring pointing to that specific space-time continuum wave collapse led to the kind of graceless mockery of the masses that, of course, it led to. Because all of us need to believe that, well, if, we're, if nothing else, we had a better day than poor Miss South Carolina. Even if we were in our hearts feeling for her, we couldn't help but feel better than her. And that is why I had to make her my heroine. Because I knew that I had felt that way toward her and that was abrupt, incorrect, and undeserved. And she has weathered that storm from everybody. <clears throat> because I never meant to pile on, and yet I piled on with the kind of ease and recklessness that just said, whatever, you're going to have that kind of word salad response. I guess I just don't care to look at your humanity and what you probably put up with in response to that response. Well, that, having made the little bit of disruption that it did, means that whatever her response was, was uncannily graceful and unexpectedly composed. Because that's the kind of moment that I don't know wouldn't have disrailed my life. Derailed it, even. Disrailed it? Discombobulated railed it? So, if she got through it with the lack of fanfare and overall seemingly normalcy that this guy who didn't know Will Smith bitch-slapped Chris Rock for almost a week, I'll admit, doesn't exactly get inside my loop. But 
That was 15 years ago, for goodness sake. And there are so many people out there ready to bite on the story that is what happened to Miss Better Than Anything that she's, I'm sure, gotten. So, do I need to take it further than that? Nope. And honestly, that's also practicing the whole idea that there is no guilt, shame, or reluctance that comes with the evening that went a little awry for Ms. Teen South Carolina 2007. Because I'll bet she's smart as nails because you don't get that far in those kinds of tournaments without at least having some brains in your head. And if she panicked like that and started just having word salad tumble out of her mouth, there are 5,517,611 other answers that could have come out that would have been more coherent that would have worked fine. But the one twisted answer that came out has put her in a position to show that if you just don't give a shit what the world thinks of you, you can move on and do great things in life. So, heroin, yes. Heroic moment, Oddly enough, yes, because sometimes life is about how you respond to things, not how you act in that moment. And I believe Ms. L.C.U. has responded in nothing but graceful, and I'm sure hmm, with the sense of humor necessary to allow those of us who treated her as a punchline to have their laugh at her expense. Well, I'm sorry for laughing at your expense. You're bigger than that, and I'm better than that. So in this moment, you clearly were the heroine. Now, what else do I have to clear up? Hang on. I'm going to pause for a second, because my dog's snoring, and that's just too much to go with here. So pause. All right. All right, there's some dog growling that has woken Phoebe from her slumber. Hi, Bubba. And uh, that's next door. Not sure what that's about. But, uh, you know what? Hang on. i got to pause one more minute. Okay. I don't know that I wasn't getting terrible recording results from the last bit. I guess we'll see. But, let's play a game called Why Knowing a Little Bit About Something That There's Probably a Lot to Know About Is dangerously stupid for anyone to be talking about. And what I know a little bit about are the myths of our realm, meaning the old tales of creation that cycle about different locations on Earth, from Egypt to the South Asian Indian Nepalese um, South American, Easter Island, Native American, North American, European. We have creation myths of gods and demigods that span cultures across planet Earth. What's interesting is the commonality among them all. In other words... How do all civilizations come up with essentially the story of these divine beings who create man in their image and then leave man to fend for himself in this chaotic world of free will and, and action, only to return at some point to cast judgment upon man 
And yes, that's the generic take that Christianity has spun through an, an adaptation of many of the previous myths. But these myths are true of Egypt, Norway, or the the um, the <laughs> uh, yeah those those dudes up in North Europe. Wow, can I not think of the Vikings and the Norse myths of Odin, Thor, Loki, etc. But <clears throat> there are real characters in the Greek pantheon of Mount Olympus. There are legitimate personalities inside of the demigods or the gods that make up the Hindu pantheon. Even what the the other religions in the traditions of both Christianity or Islam or whatever you want to look back on there are elements that speak of these divine overseers and their role in influencing life on planet Earth. That, like pyramids, feels like it can't be constructed across all mythical civilization without it having actually been the case. Somebody came here and influenced us. How? I don't know. Who? Who knows? Could they have awoken from Middle Earth after 500 million years of thinking nothing was going on up here and then all of a sudden some monkeys up here started throwing atomic weaponry around? I don't know. <clears throat> but how can there be so much overlap of them up there on the hill in the skies from the stars from wherever coming down here with their magical abilities and Commandments on how to act, telling us how to organize and become, teaching us things to make us better, and then leaving us to our own devices to devise some sort of reality among ourselves. And then us acting like lost little children, wondering what happened to our mom in the department store as we scream and yell, can anybody help us? Can anybody help us? Is there anybody out there who can understand that I'm lost and I just don't know what to do next. <clears throat> well, okay. What if the universe was intentionally built as a resource by another universe just to manufacture precious elements? It lives in the harmony to create things such as gold, silver, whatever, uranium, doesn't matter. What would a resource balanced to compose of the 278 elements that we're going to discover at some point, what does this universe offer another universe in terms of resource allocation? What if all that was intended was to just pop open a bubble of reality in space-time that offered all that gold and silver and uranium we need to collect, and as we shoot ourselves in there, we discover, ah, these monkeys have souls. Ah, what do we do? How do we create these souls? We were just trying to create lead. We got souls. And here we are. Monkey souls. That's us. Could it be? Well, why not? Right? Matter is derived from energy. Energy is derived from creation of what? 
Well, uh, the spontaneous combustion of a chemical reaction to intentionally create matter in a space-time universe as a collection for some other universe to mine for material good that accidentally creates eternal souls inside that same space-time? Whoops. What'd we do? Oh, shit. And so they mine the realm, they discover us humans, and they think, oh, God. Because the only instance of souls that has ever occurred has occurred in the meta-universe, and it's only been replicated. It's never been actually created. And here in this little bubble of space-time, these 278 elements composed as they are, here lives these monkey souls. Shit. And then it's discovered through whatever calculus is done in the metaverse that we are in fact made of the same structural eternal life element as the, as the metaverse. Whoops. Now that was the part they didn't expect. We aren't some anomaly. We're of the original. Or at least what up until now has always been the original. And then came the monkey souls. Why are we here? What happened to generate the eternal life force in this 3D linear time-space time existence? How is it possible? How do we even, do we, do we go on forever? What are we? Are we a miracle? Are we a mistake? Have we been meddled? The universe is cycling. I don't know what the maximization is. I don't know what the matter and the generation and the regard to light. I don't know. We shouldn't be here. I know that. <clears throat> or at least whatever is here is manufactured in a way that we are left hopelessly lost trying to understand it all. But that is so different from plausible deniability, which if we would just get rid of, well, we'd be on our way to maybe understanding some of what our ultimate purpose is. I mean, if you were a universe, what type of universe would you be? Okay, universe. After listening to the preceding uh, 20 minutes? I don't know. It was 18 to 20 minutes of nonsense. Well, it's not nonsense, but it's incoherent enough because if I were to vote for something where maybe I got too high to record, maybe there is such a thing. Maybe. But since this is 410 and I started the last one at 335, I mean, we're only 35 minutes fast further and I've taken two bong hits, so... If anything, I'm higher. So let's see if I can unwind the static of the last 20 minutes in the next three minutes to make something <clears throat> that bundles it all together in a worthwhile pursuit. Number one, you never know who your heroes are going to be. And you never know in whose life you will become a hero. And be ready for both roles to emerge. One of the great things about humanity is how easily we can fall into both finding a hero and becoming a hero for somebody else. 
let those things be organic and watch how much you participate in a better world. Number two, I am not looking to create some sort of mythology for humanity. I don't even know if any of what I was making up there is true. Other than I do now believe in the soul. And I feel like I have connected to myself in, I don't know if it's another life or another version or another universe or whatever. And this isn't something special. This is just what happens in dreams is you enter a realm in which you are now in a version of yourself that is, if not this version in another incarnation, then it's the version of yourself that could have happened that didn't. It, it doesn't matter what this line of, of existence is, but you tap into it. And, um, and I clearly know now that that's what your soul is connecting. And I don't know. I mean, I've never tapped into being King... Louis the Fourteenth or Cleopatra or any of that shit. If anything, when I have these moments of connectivity, it's always to somebody struggling enough that life looks endurable but hard. And uh, and really, linear time life is hard. You don't get to appreciate what it's like to ascend into a moment of true bliss without having to climb through the challenge of linear life to get there. And so even if we are the accident of some other metaverse that spontaneously whoops-a-daisied their way to humanity, <clears throat> does it matter? Isn't the point of this manifestation to make the absolute most of it? How much more wonderful does life get than this? Watch this. Hi, Phoebe. I just woke up my dog, who has her own consciousness. She just turned to me as if, WTF, bro. Okay, fair enough. But now I'm giving her a butt massage with both my feet. This is me having an impact in the world. Maybe not even a welcome one. But over time, as I learn what Phoebe likes, good girl, you are a good dog. She likes to be told she's a good dog. As I'm able to give the world a better version of myself and put my effort to helping others have a better day, well... I'm not making it all about me, but I'm getting a whole lot out of my life. And that's really, anymore, I guess why I'm here. That and not to annoy my dog, obviously. <laughs>